Welcome to the Kingdom Eagles Church, where hearts and minds are always in one accord. And the multitude of they that believed were of one heart and of one mind. Beloved, every stage in life has its own challenges. We tend to differ in the way we handle or solve them, be it out of ignorance, misinformation that mislead many into adopting temporary solutions, escapism, blaming, smoking, addiction, or seeking help from wrong sources, while others persistently make efforts to change their circumstances. Others give up and allow these circumstances to define who they really are not. Some have adopted new characters, anger, to overcome these challenges. Others have gone into drugs, some into prostitution, and some have turned suicidal. Problems never quit. But you know what? You can make a smart decision today by desiring Jesus more, by taking a step out of your comfort zone and embracing Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. The Lord will hear you. The Lord will intervene in your life. He will lead you. He will guide you. He will direct you. And above everything, He will restore you and give you a new life to live hearts and minds in one accord. Pastor Kevin. The Bible tells us of a great story in John chapter 5. Mm. Mm. <laughs> the Bible says a man sat at a pool of Bethesda for 38 years. Hello? And when the angel will come at the pool and sell the pool, whoever goes in there is healed. The saddest thing I've ever read in the Bible is the story of this man. Where everyone is progressing and you are sitting on the same spot. Where everyone picks up a miracle and you are sitting on the same spot. Waiting after waiting, you are sitting. Buying new cars, you are sitting. Testifying, you are sitting. You ask for help, nobody can help. And yet you are sitting in the same place. For 38 years. But when the day of his miracle showed up, mm-hmm. the Bible says, Jesus showed up on the scene. Yes. Can I tell you something? Yes. If you are looking up to man, man will fail you. Yes. But when you look up to Jesus Christ, the author and the finisher of your faith, yes. your miracles shall come. Amen. So Amen. Amen. Yes. 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 Yes.
Yes. How did this nice. work get a miracle? Mm. Mm. But you see, it is good for us to know what they did to get their miracles. But it is important that we want to ask ourselves, how did they get there in the first place? Hello? Because there are certain things of life that as much as we blame the devil to have put us where we are, there are things that some of us contribute to put ourselves in a point of stagnation. There are things that we've done to put ourselves to a point of pain. You see, the Bible tells us that the sin of our forefathers is remembered to the what? The third and fourth generation according to Numbers chapter 14, 18. It means that there are some things that your grandfather did that you realize that some years down the lane he locates this family. I've seen people quote the scripture that he that the son of man says for his faith indeed. Yeah, it's a good scripture. I've seen people say light shining and darkness comprehending them. Yes, it is true. <laughs> but I also believe that when you do spiritual diagnosis, you realize that spiritual diagnosis also operates as medical diagnosis. That is why when you go to the hospital, they will ask you in your family lineage, is there high blood? Did your uncle die of high blood? Did your grandfather die of a heart attack? Once you list all those things, they're able to trace your genealogy and see that it's a repeated illness in your family. It means that biology is correct. Yes. And science is correct. Yes. That there are things that happen to your grandfathers that can go on the ground in a certain time but can reappear in another lineage. Hello, somebody. Yes. Are you understanding me? Are you getting it tonight? Yes. <laughs> I was praying for a lady one time, and the Lord just flicked and opened my eyes, and I see blood all over her hands. And I asked this lady, Why is there blood all over your hands? I don't see it as blood that comes from your hands, but I see that you are actually just operating. Under a curse in that family. Mm. He said, Man of God, you're right. And I said, Why do you say I'm right? He said, My grandfather had murdered many people in our community. Yeah. So it is just possible and makes sense that the blood is still down upon us. Hello, somebody. Yeah. And I began to pray. And I said, Right where I pray, I see that where your, the house is, there is like a big stone right there in front of the house. Just one big stone, he says, you're correct. And I said, call your family members, send a man of God to go there and let the prayers be prayed over that place because it's a place of covenant through which the family has been held down. For me, I can pray for you here, but that is not enough because the family has a covenant. It means even the covenant that they had there years ago or centuries ago and an altar is there, it is still speaking in the life of those who are in the living. Mm. You see, from where I come from, there are shrines. Where when they go to poor libations, they will speak of those shrines. And what do they do? They'll call the names of the children and they'll call the names of the great grandchildren. It means they believe 
that the ancestors or the spirits they still have control over those that are living so far as you are from that place now from where I come from when a child is born the child is dedicated to the gods of the land hello right. it means there are some rites that are performed over you once those rites are performed over you it means that they have said hey gods of this land will brought you a baby take this baby protect this baby and give this child to grow in health it means that once that child goes over that territory those gods have no control over the child and that's why some people when they leave such a territory they can become sick once they carry them and they cross the boundary into the territory of their gods they automatically get well why because there is still a covenant still binding in their lives Another issue that might have kept these people in this condition is sin. There are things we do that we don't understand. There are demonic gateways into our lives. Hello, somebody. There are things that people do that are rebellious. They actually rebel against God. And because of the sin that we do, we deliberately open a door for some kind of demons to come in. And by so doing, we have given the devil an enemy the legal point of entry into our lives. And that is why it can move from one sin, from one little bottle, into a big bottle. We look at the life of Cain and Abel. The sin of disobedience finally led to the sin of murder. From a small minute thing just to obey, it went into rebellion and Cain asked God, Am I my brother's keeper? And at the end, after that rebellion, Cain killed Abel. We also see that people have themselves bound up and limited because they are ignorant of what God says about their lives. And that's why I was for six years, my people perish for lack of knowledge. We need to seek knowledge and gain knowledge to understand our liberties, to understand our freedom, to understand what God, what Jesus did for us on the cross. Because it is by so doing that we gain our freedom. You know what freedom, you know what, where freedom begins? Your freedom begins from when you have the understanding that you have been set free. Yes. Your freedom belief begins when you believe that you are indeed free. Amen. I'm not under bondage. I'm not under any satanic spell. I'm not operating under anything that holds me down. But because Christ died on the cross and set me free, I am indeed free. Amen. Because your confession continues to keep you in freedom. Another thing that keeps us in such a situation is covenant. You see, some people when they were growing up young, they found themselves doing what they call drug packs. Hello? And they say it is love. <laughs> love I love you so much at the age of 16 that I believe that we have to die together. <laughs> and you say you cleanse your blood and the other person cleanse their blood and they mix it together and they drink and they say to that do us part. <laughs> that covenant would take the grace of God to be broken. That is why you marry 
You seek it what? You divorce. Why? Because you belong to somebody else. I've seen many people. I was praying for one lady one time and I said, they have been praying for you for the issue of marriage and divorce for too long. But the problem is that you are not speaking. I said, go back to the covenant you have made with a man. That's where your problems come from. I said, call him. You guys don't, don't denounce it. Because both of you will agree over it. And denounce it, both of you. I can only pray for you. Hello, somebody. Sometimes we find ourselves with women from the underworld. And you find yourself with a woman from the underworld, you, your life is messed up. They are very stubborn. They don't want to quit or leave you. There's a lady that was referred to me in your own day, but my next uncle, that this woman has a lot of women when it comes to marriage. So I gave her an audience, and she came right to my uncle's house and met me. And I looked at this woman, she has a lot of marks on her body. I mean, marks of abuse. So I asked her, what is the issue? He said, each time the husband says, I'm going to dowry you, out of a blue, they will start having disagreement. It will turn into fighting. It will turn into blood all over her body. The, the moment they talk about marriage, they're going to pay her dowry. The fighting starts. I said, you have, you have a spirit husband. Some people say, oh, there is no spirit husband. I said, then you are not gifted in that area. Sit quiet. <laughs> While I was still talking with her, we just sat and were talking. The presence of God came over her. I said, please pray for me. Something is moving over me. Something is moving. I said, no, no, this is not the time. I want to hear more about the story. Then I gave an appointment for a day for prayer. Because I had to take time to do the right diagnosis. The day she came for the first, and that was one of the first deliverance I ever did. I did my faith. <laughs> And I heard the demon scream and in every kind of loud voice. And I stood at a distance watching. <laughs> the anointing oil was blessed by me myself. <laughs> and I stood there just watching her scream and manifest and manifest. And I was say, blood of Jesus, I've commanded what I can command. And I was screaming in different voice at the left. I said that quite don't know if she has died or she's going to come out to life. You know, it's a very terrible experience. For you to pray for the first time with someone that they go under the anointing and they manifest and they scream in different voices and they lie as if they are dead. I don't know if from there it is arrest that's going to come in life. Mm. Yeah, it is good to preach, but when you are alone and that experience is there for you alone, you need the grace of God to start it. <laughs> Hello, somebody. Uh. <laughs> when she woke up, she thanked me. And I could hear that I prepared all the things and my uncle thanked me that he did I help her so much. And I was happy. She was I didn't marry finally. Amen. Amen. I want you to women or men, even men, always understand not all that glitters is gold. I will share you my story someday. I'm not even something I can share it right now with you. When I was in the secondary school, there was one beautiful girl in school. Yellow Papa. Yeah, yeah, he says yellow bobo. <laughs> Thank you. And 
One time, she cried so much at night that they had to call me to check on her. And they said she was being, she had been raped. So I go down to say, have you been raped? She says, no. I said, what is going on? She said, no, I'll tell you tomorrow. I said, okay. That was, I think, the longest night I ever had. Because you don't know what is going on with her life and you have to wait until you tell the story. And she, the next day she told me, actually, she, she lives in two worlds. And then actually, at night, at night, she has her twin sister and other ladies, they will come and take her from her bed at night and they swim into the oceans. This is a real story. And I thank God I was not a fast guy who needed every kind of thing in relationship. I give God the praise. Amen. Hallelujah. I want to say it because when you need deliverance, you want to understand where your problem is coming from. Not all that glitters is gold. For her to give me that revelation, and she, after the revelation she gave me, she wants me not to disclose to anybody or they will harm me. God, I thank God that he, he God has protected me. That even in my ignorance, by his grace, God protected me. These are the kind of covenant that at times we men and women will get into. For women, they find themselves with occultic men. You want to ride in a good car because you are broke and you want to show your friend that you're okay. And the car will come and they'll be glittering like that. I met a lady in Dwala and she was crying that she ran out of the hotel naked and she had to mount an Okada, a bike, naked. Because she got into the room and realized that the man began to transform. So to run with her life, she had to come out of the place naked. And I said, better give your life to Jesus Christ. Amen. Now that you see death and God has paid you from, um, from what they call a python, and you want to follow Jesus Christ. We have to be careful. The world is very spiritual. And people are ready to do anything to take you alive. Every day in my country, they are arresting young men for digging, for going into a, to a burial ground, to a cemetery, and digging the bones of people who are buried to sell for money. Or to sell to food to priests and sorcerers for money. Young boys are sleeping in coffins for breakthrough. And they spend their money lavishly with girls who want money, who love money. <laughs> These are the kind of things that can keep you in bondage that, and can even take away your life. But we don't see any of these things. We don't know particularly in the case of these people. But these are things that can keep any man or any person from fulfilling destiny. But the question is, how did they get out? Faith. They have faith in the preacher. They have faith that the word of God that came to them, they sat believing it. These other people go to school. They were only believing Apostle Paul telling his story. They only believe the preaching and the message of Jesus Christ. And when they believe, they connected with him at a different dimension. Sometimes I'm shocked that people come to church and they're on their phones 24 7. <laughs> Tell me how they can get a miracle. Mm. They 
are whatsapping, they are facebooking, they are instagramming, they are pastries or whatever names. And they are in the service. The anointing is flowing. They are videoing so badly to share on Facebook. And they have issues in their lives. coming to church it's not just of hearing every now and then no it's a dimension of belief and conviction that what God is saying is true and your spirit will be alert to connect to it to believe it and to receive it and to walk by it that's why Peter and John they went to pray and they saw this name man he said, Gold and silver I have none, but that which I have, I give it unto you. He said, Rise up and walk. This man, he has been begging for years, sitting at the gate for so long, but when the world came up, he stood up. Some of us said, No, what, what? I need the money. <laughs> <laughs> we need to begin to grow in faith. Our faith cannot remain as that of a monster seed. If your faith through the years is like a monster seed, then you are still a baby Christian. What to believe as salvation cannot be what to believe 10 years later. They must be manifestation of the fruit of the spirit. They must be manifestation of the gifts of the spirit. They must be manifestation of the anointing of God upon your life. The second thing is to believe it and don't doubt it. Many of us believe God has done it. Then a few minutes later, when we don't see anything resistant, man of God, that prayer you pray like that, we need to pray again. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> you don't destroy it completely. When you have been prayed upon it to stand upon the word, it's to confess it every day. It's about to drive and confess it, to walk and confess it, to shower and confess it. Believe that word, it will come to manifest. Because each time you have faith, and each time you have belief, the enemy can only prevail over you if he sows doubt. In your mind and you believe it once you receive that doubt and you believe it guess what comes in fear just comes in you sleep at night and you cross your legs and you're looking at the ceiling like this you close your eye by force you don't close <laughs> god will help us say god will help us god will help us mm-hmm. mm. we must be desperate for a miracle can you rise up in your feet Needed something so desperately, rise up on your feet. When you need something and you know this is the only thing you need, then your behavior has to be different. Yes. When you know this is all you need, your behavior must be different. 
understand that desperation will provoke a breakthrough in your life because desperation calls for agonizing desperation calls for fervency in prayers desperation calls for crying for weeping for fasting the fervent the, the effectual fervent prayers of the righteous are valid. Why? Because your desperation provokes your spirit man to cry out. Yes. I know what I expect is not working, but I'm not going to give up. I know what I'm expecting is not there, but I'm not going to give up. Lord, I need a breakthrough. I need a miracle. I lay hands upon my head and I confess. I call it forth. I command it forth. I speak to it. I decree it. I declare it because I'm desperate for it. People of God, consider this your night of miracle. Amen. Consider this the night of miracle. I don't care the limitations of hell to yes. I don't care what the enemy has done. But tonight is the night of miracle. Amen. Lift up your hands tonight. We're going to pray together tonight. We're going to begin by praying tonight. Are you ready to pray me tonight? Yes. Every limitation in my life. Every limitation in my life. I break in the name of Jesus. I break in the name Can of Jesus. Can I hear you pray tonight? Every limitation in my Every life. Limitation in my life. In Whatever has limited me, even for a day, even for seconds, wherever it is coming from, I break free from every limitation in my life, from every limitation in my family, from every limitation in my business, every limitation in my career, every limitation in my relationship. I said tonight, I break, 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 I break it, I break it, I break it, I break it. In the name of Jesus Christ, every limitation in my life, every limitation in my life, I break tonight, every limitation in my life, I said tonight, I break it tonight, I break it tonight, I break it tonight, we are broken. Santa Casa, in the name of Jesus, Santa Casa, 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 Santa Casa,